Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dum Dums and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Ah, ah, ah. The coterie have been forced into Billy's maze and found the end to be a trap. Iris used her precognitive abilities to keep Ridley alive. Everett refused to leave Harvey behind. 
and Ridley tried to do something clever before failing and being forced to make a last stand alongside his allies. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. So you expected to find many things in the sewers beneath Montreal, but rolling monstrosities full of uh, ill-defined features that seem to have once had a, a vaguely humanoid form, but have now become a, a writhing mass of, of uh, a sticky black goo and, and uh, occasional teeth and eyes. Uh, we're not on, on the uh, itinerary for things you would find in a sewer. And yet here we are, trapped in Billy's maze as Everett and Iris. Um, you face down two of these creatures as they come through the only two exits to this space. So we're in a large kind of circular um, switching station. Um, there is the um, raised bridge behind you, uh, which is on your side. Um, you see... Um, Kind of scattered around you are uh, people who clearly have not fared particularly well against these creatures. Um, so there's sort of an assortment of um, bodies, some in utility outfits, some in civilian garb. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. You think you see like a police uniform. Um, so kind of a, a variety of victims um, on this side. Um, up kind of at the top of this space, there, there seems to be a, a small office. Um, overlooking uh, kind of an observation deck almost that's enclosed. Um, and you're not sure, but you think you can see um, a lone figure moving around up there. So Billy might be watching all of this in person. Um, but the two creatures have rolled in and they are blocking uh, the two exits. Meanwhile, Ridley, um, the creature that uh, was coming for you, uh, there's a sudden metallic clang as bars shoot up through the ground and uh, actually block it off. Um, so as you stand there holding your battery, ready to make a defiant last stand, uh, the creature slams up against the bars, um, hisses something guttural, and then slinks away into the shadows. So. Oh, that, that's fucking nice. All right. Uh, all right, uh, bring him close here. Let's get fucking clever. Uh, and then I want to push the button that'll lower the bridge back down beside me, Tom, if I can. Yep. Um, so you push the button. Um, you find that uh, there doesn't seem to be any power. Uh, Billy seems to have cut off power to the switch. Juice it with the battery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see if he likes a fucking taste of this. Uh, and then I'll just hook the battery up to both sides of the pole and then hit the button. Uh, okay, it's um, it's going to go very slowly because video game encounters, <laughs> but also because it's running off less power than it normally would. But uh, the bridge does slowly begin to lower. Um, Iris and Everett, these two creatures have entered. Uh, Everett, uh, you're a man with a gun, so that's a bonus. But uh, Iris, this is pretty far outside your experience. Um, what's going through your head right now? I'm, I'm probably just, I, no, I am just hiding behind Ridley. Just be like, I just tell me what to do. And I, because I'm no use to you right now. All right. Everett? So, <laughs> yeah. Crouch behind Everett. Uh, Cause Ridley's stuck on the other, on the other yeah. side. So uh, you get in behind Everett. Everett. Um, yeah. These two things are, are sloshing their way towards you. What do you do? I want to start to climb this bridge. If it's up vertically, mm -hmm. I want to try and scale it. Okay. With, uh, and I want to kind of assist Iris with climbing it as well so we can get up together. Thanks. Okay. So, so say that again, Miles? Well, it's slowly, it's going down, but slowly. You still want to climb it? 
Yep. Which side is the bridge on, Tom? Is it on my on side, side going down? Their side going there, down. There is, yeah, it's up on their side, so it's coming down towards you. So that when it does come down, we'll be right there with Ridley. And if we can get up high enough, fast enough, <laughs> Everett can aim his gun at fucking Billy in his little high castle there. <laughs> Tell him to fuck off. Stop <laughs> fucking around with these weird ghouls. Uh, yes, AMC's classic, the Billy in the high castle. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, excellent. So, um, Everett, you begin to climb. Go ahead and roll me a um, strength in athletics, please. Okay. Iris, I assume climbing this uh, this thing isn't really your style. It's more of a let him climb and then assist you. Is that... Um, I mean, I will try. Okay, okay. cool. So give me strength and uh, athletics as well, please. Pendant lady. Oh, I, yeah, it wasn't a comment on your gender, more so that normally <laughs> I feel like Emily would go ahead and you'd have to go and press triangle to get hoisted up. I was just asserting that she's independent. That's uh, three tens and a nine. Are any of those on hunger dice? The nine was the ah, hunger die. Ah, just a regular success. <laughs> just, ah, so nice. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan is the Lorax. He speaks for the fans. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, Everett, you start to, uh, to climb kind of using the safety railing and kind of clawing your way up. Uh, and uh, you, you look back over your shoulder to see how Iris is doing. Iris... I got a five on my one and only dice, which was a hunger dice. Because strength and athletics is <laughs> my suit. Fair enough. Uh, so um, you very strongly and independently fail. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's also just like this is an insane thing to have to climb. And I feel like Everett's kind of been in enough weird physical scrapes where this, I mean, after being chased, <laughs> chased out of town by like vampires in the woods, way, way back uh, when you first got turned, like... You as, a, as, a, as a detective dressed as a 1950s noir PI, I have climbed a fire escape or two, you know? <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's how you get your license. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you look down and um, you see Iris um, trying to climb and uh, she's kind of making okay-ish progress, but um, honestly, with it moving, not really having good... Um, hand and footholds, uh, she's having a hell of a time. So I'll say you've successfully climbed up. Uh, you can either try and help Iris or you can take a pot shot at Billy. I'm gonna try and help Iris. Okay. Yeah, I'll reach um, down and I'll say, uh, Iris, give me your hand. Okay. Iris presses triangle. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, Everett, roll me another uh, check, please. Uh, just one success that time. Okay. So, um, Iris, you're about halfway up. Um, so you're, you're still kind of hanging. Um, but, um, at least you're not in kind of the Katamari Damacy rolling distance <laughs> of death, uh, from these things. They'll have to, to kind of climb up a little bit to get you as well. So, um, the two of you are doing a full, like, you know, hanging on for dear life situation, um, Ridley, uh, you're very slowly watching this stupid bridge come down. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll wait. <laughs> Oi, Billy, what the fuck, mate? What's going on? 
Well, you got to fucking do this. We can be friends. I got things you want. I just stole a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, no. You, they, they must be fed, uh, but uh, also not harmed, which is why I put you on that side. But if you could please take your finger off the button, though, um, that would be appreciated. This is not how this works. Well, why if we bring in like some full, sort of third party and you can eat them? Like I could bring you steady food, friend. I got a fucking gang. We're vampires. Um, I just realized, are we also carrying Harvey? I think we are. <laughs> yes, you have Harvey with you. Oh, shit, yeah. All right, I got Harvey fireman style over <laughs> an arm while I'm trying to climb up. My other arm is down. Yeah, uh, good, good thing he's, he's such a fit fellow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's easier for you. Yeah, two Nothing days to him. live. <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, there's kind of like um, some awkward mumbling on the mic. Um, I'm sorry. I'm very fucking tired and yawning as a DM sucks. So uh, ever so often. Billy my, yawned. It was all voice, Billy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's yawning in distress. He's sleeping. Um, yeah, real sleepy. Um, so he's like, ah. Uh, I uh, I don't know if they'll accept victims that haven't fallen victim to my maze. Well, what if I just bring like four people a week or something and we jam them in the front of the maze and they got to go through it and I can get eaten? Okay, that's not the worst plan, actually. Uh, okay, but here, here's the thing, though. Like, I... Look, um... I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, you're all going to die in a minute anyway, so I think this is probably fine for me to tell you. Uh, this is kind of my tryout, and I kind of need this to go well. So if you could just, like, die real good, um, that would be great. Because, I mean, look, if it's just you and me, sure, bring four people in, whatever. But, like, I, I can't I can't piss off uh, the whale. Like, I can't do it. He'll, he'll, he'll really fuck me up. So, um... Thank you for the offer. I appreciate it. Please take your finger off the button, because that is not nice. I built this whole trap just just for you. So oh, man, I got some bad news for you, Benny. I'm gonna fucking kill these monsters, and then I'm gonna fucking kill you. So at some point, you're gonna have to ask yourself the question: Am I more afraid of a psychopath who's here or some whale? I'm oh, not the, saying it's now. You know your answer now. It's been clearer uh, than the uh, Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Um, but again, if you if you could just die though. Um, thank you for the threats. That that's cute, but uh, uh, you know, it, it must feed. So, so long, suckers. And then you just see the lights click off in that room. Ridley, we we're gonna feed this guy to a whale, right? I think I might kill the whale too. We're gonna see how this plays out. Um, all right. So the two uh, monstrosities um, reach the bottom of the uh, the bridge. The bridge is about a third of the way down now. So they're just gonna be able to kind of roll forward. The good news is it is getting easier, uh, Everett, um, to kind of help Iris, because now it's no longer like you're supporting her full weight. Now right. it's more just, you know. It's steep, steep incline. Yeah, it's a steep, steep yeah. incline. And it's, it's just, frankly, easier for anyone to stand with someone kind of uh, anchoring them. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of able to just flop Harvey over over the lip, so he'll be all right until um... until it is like no 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 no. Look look, <laughs> Ridley only has eyes for Harvey. We've established this. I, I feel like he's gonna get him get him out of this safe, unless he's too busy murdering Billy. In which case, like bye bye Harv. Um, but you know we tried. We tried. Okay, I, I think you guys need a jump because then I can just let this go back up and leave the monsters over there. I'm into it. How close are we to the top? 
Um, you are at the top. Oh, perfect. Okay. Then, uh, yeah. All right. Um, uh, Iris, do you want uh, a boost getting across there? Absolutely. All right. When I say jump, you jump. Deal. All right. Jump. That's <laughs> <laughs> just... My- again um yeah hand on the small of your back and just push with you jumping we'll uh we'll give you an extra d10 for uh the uh, the everett shove see if you fall with style Uh oh oh what successes one on a regular hunger die wait both of them are crits like they're both successes it's a messy successy. Fireworks go off as you jump. Yeah, doves just, fly and shit. Like, like, and then the doves get burned up in the fireworks because yeah, it's, it's, it's very nice. It's messy, yeah. We we rigged up all the um uh, the sprinkler systems with blood, just like in, <laughs> yeah. in the, the blade rave scene. Yeah, she uh, steps on Harvey's neck, crushing him to death <laughs> as she leaves. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually. Uh, oh, come on. God so, damn it. Um, Iris, you, uh, Everett, you, you just grab Iris and, and push. Um, and uh, Iris, as you as you go, um, you trip uh, on Harvey, who so, slides uh, up and off uh, and plunges um, into the, uh, the raging water beneath. Uh, you see his body bob once, um, and then smash up against a grate, oh. uh, where it is it is held in place. Um, you can see he's he's still alive, but but drowning, uh. um, and his bones probably don't work so good no more. Um, Iris, you land on the other side, um, and kind of uh, Ridley helps you up. Tyler, <laughs> truly really is a world of darkness. Um, yeah, so, um, Iris, for, for a moment, you're just impressed that you made this jump, and then you realize what happened, um, and, uh, Ridley helps you up. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, okay, um, uh, how far is the, the water down, Tom? Like, how, what are we looking at? Uh, it's like, a probably a 12-foot drop, um, and then, uh, it's kind of, like, Basically, there's just like a bunch of sewage being blasted through under where this bridge would be, um, kind of out of one grate into another. So like a strong raging current just kind of slamming him up against the the thing. And then I go to take a deep breath and then I touch my chest. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't need to fucking breathe at all. Oh, no, someone figure out a rope uh, and then I'll jump in. (laughs) Okay. Um, Can you please roll me a stamina and survival check? Yes, I can. Two successes. Uh, okay, so um, I don't feel like Ridley's necessarily a swimming man, but he sure is a floating and bobbing man. Mm-hmm. Um, He's so, been on vacation. <laughs> yeah, sandals. It's great. Um, so you you kind of uh, bounce and float over to the grate. Um, and, uh, you can see Harvey, like, there's clearly contusions, um, there's, a, like, a solid footprint, um, where, where Iris stepped on him. He was already pretty fucked up, uh, and it, it looks like being slammed against the grate at full speed, um, probably broke his spine. Ah, fuck. Ah. Uh, is he conscious? I'm assuming no. Uh, he's kind of drifting in and out, because, like, 
he's being blasted with water, so he's also kind of like drowning in it as he's kind of like drifting. Okay, I want to grab the grate and try to haul him up so that at least he can breathe. And yep. yell up like, Oris, you got to press that button if you want everything to get over. I pressed the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a, with a look of like horror on your face, you press the button. Every I got bad news and I got good news. Uh, he's not dead yet, but his spine's broken and he's probably going to be dead soon. I just want to circle back around to my vampire question. Now we can make him into something. I don't know if his legs would work when it happens. Hate to be kind of brutal, but it's a brutal moment. Otherwise, unless you believe that the Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Dark Knight Rises is true, and we can tie him up in a rope and punch him in the back till he walks good, I'd say he's gonna have a bad time in the sewer. Oh my God. It's, uh, because it's now a more viable option to Everett to save his friend's life by completely altering it, it feels like it's no longer a decision for him to make. Um, he'll say, uh, uh, he'll, he'll just shout out like, Harv! Harvey, can you hear us? Um, Harvey's eyes kind of uh, roll in his head. Um, Ridley, you can try and... Uh, I'll let you do a wits and um, medicine, um, which is literally just slapping him, uh, trying to wake him up. Okay. It's a one success. Uh, his eyes kind of drift open for a moment. Everett, the time is now. <laughs> Ask him. Oh, you Ask want to be a vampire? Or do you want to die? Um, his eyes roll back up into his head. Inconclusive! <laughs> that's it, that's a, that's an affirmative, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not what I know of consent, but I don't want his friend to die, so, ah, fuck it. Uh, so, yeah, Tom, I'm going to try to turn Harv. Okay, uh, do, do you think Ridley knows how to do this? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello, Gov. It's your boy Ridley, and I'm here to talk to you about maybe a way you should be contributing to this little organisation. Everyone knows, as you look around, there's a lot of bear boys. And, you know, to be a bear boy, you've got to be a bear, and you've got to be, well, not exactly a boy, but you got... The important thing is, you've got to pay your fucking dues, is what you've got to do. And right now, I just know from looking at the numbers, there are a lot more fucking people out there than there are inside my fucking gang. And what I'm saying is, if you want to join up and get access to me and all the cool fucking toys and other fucking treats I've got for all you little bear boys and girls and theys and thems and fucking alls out there, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You do that, 
You're on the inside. Come talk to me on a Patreon exclusive Discord. Why don't you throw some names into the show? Why don't you build an NPC to join my fucking gang? I'm just saying, if you sign up, you won't regret it. And if you don't sign up, maybe you fucking will. Hey everybody, Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM, and I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're they're probably doing something horrible to me right now, but uh, I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us and I will see you out there in the dumbverse. I don't know, but I feel like he would know interview with the vampire rules. Okay. So that'd be where he's at. So which t- is tell me the interview with the vampire rules and I'll tell you whether those rules are true here. So interview with the vampire rules are you drain somebody until they're about to die, and then you let them drink some of your vampire blood, and it turns them into vampires. He has to assume that he has no other evidence. That is that is mostly true. So I'll say if that's what he's trying to do, that is most of the way there. Uh, you'll still need to bury him um, for him to turn properly, but Ridley doesn't know that, and that isn't the part of the process that needs to be sorted right now. Cool. Um, okay, so... Um, Ridley, you bear your fangs. Um, here's an interesting question. Do you think Harvey's a good person? Um, yeah, yeah, we've already established I do. Okay, so despite the fact that you're trying to turn him, this is going to go against your favorite Yeah, play. there's like a test I have to do to so, Yeah, you basically need rules. to see if you can stomach this. Fuck, what a weird quandary. I know I need to turn you because it's the right thing to do and I don't want you to die, but I can't eat good people. So basically, I might just throw up till I pass out while I try so, to save you. Oh, traditionally, God. it's resolve and awareness, but I have a note that it can be a willpower spend or something. We might just need to check this yeah. or should we? Um, my I've, guess, my guess would be that you can just burn willpower uh, to force it, but let me just check. I, I can get this fairly easily. Um, yeah, let's find out. This is a very weird technicality that we now get to play with. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's your bane, right? Yeah, that's my clan bane. I can only eat bad slash violent people, and I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah. All right. Okay. So venture bane. Um, with resolve and awareness, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, if you want your character to feed from anything but their preferred victim, you must spend willpower points equal to the character's bane severity. So you should have marked on the second page of your sheet. I have it marked that I have a bane. Yeah. That um, is all. <laughs> I think it's pretty low because your humanity is still pretty high. Uh, what's your humanity right now, Ryan? Humanity is seven. Seven. Okay, one moment, please. Because I'm not a bad guy, but I am a comfortable murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I think actually you've kind of... You've been kind of buffering yours because what you're doing isn't dissimilar from what you already did. Whereas for Iris, this is like... Yeah. It, it, anything she does is like a horrible betrayal of who she is. For you, this is like, eh... Yeah, still, if she'd still, still been monster. human and had to work with Ridley, her humanity would have gone down just doing the work. 
Yeah. Okay. Here's my chart. Uh, but her knowledge of how to call a taxi, way up. Way up. So high. Uh, One shit. day she'll teach him how to attend a social event. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't find it, so we're just going to go ahead and say um, it'll be a three three willpower spend. Okay. And how does willpower work, Tom? Because I've never had to spend it before. Uh, it is like uh, wounds, but for your brain. Oh, cool. Then yes, I will just spend the three willpower. Yep. Great. Um, okay. And then. Um, you're embracing a mortal, uh, you're going to take two stains to your humanity there, sir. Cool. Those are temporary, right? Uh, you can roll to get rid of them later, but they don't disappear if you have a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Sorry. They're it's... not They're not necessarily forever gone. They're just... They're, they're like... They're at risk. Yeah. Gone but recoverable is the idea if I become good people enough. Yes, roughly. But, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. It's Ridley. Um, okay. How many hockey games can he go to? <laughs> um, cool. All right. So you begin to to drink. Um, uh, Iris, uh, you watch this, this happening, and uh, you realize that for the first time, you're directly responsible for um, the embrace of, uh, of a human. Because uh, this is in a roundabout way you're doing um and suddenly the because I, I feel like you don't love being a vampire so i think for you this is still very much a curse um less than it was at the beginning that's fair no actually that's a good point okay um iris i'm gonna give you one stain um for this uh just because uh, I, the way I kind of want to play stains is that it's not just if you do an action, it's also if you, if something has occurred that like genuinely challenges your humanity and your sense of self. Uh, yeah. So that, that I remove, I remove one, right? Uh, you draw a line through one of the boxes, I believe. We'll deal with, I'll have to look at the rules between sessions, but um We'll figure out what to do with those shortly. But the idea is that, yes, every time you, you get a stain, it, it slowly wears down your humanity until you, you start dropping levels. Uh, which, like, incidentally, will make your vampiric powers stronger. It just also means that, you know, if you could be up at dusk, now you can't be up until the sun is really gone and that sort of shit. Um, but that's not yet. That is just a possible future for us all. <laughs> Oh, um, cool. Okay, so Iris, uh, you've still got your finger on the button. Um, the bridge is getting pretty low. Um, Everett, you're able to join her now, but um, the creatures are rolling across the bridge towards you. I believe we had a we had found a shotgun with one buckshot in it. Did That's we take correct. that with us? Yep, I think we did. I think I'll pick that up, wheel around, and. Uh, fire it at these shambling mounds or whatever they are. All right, cool. So go ahead and roll that, please. Um, Sorry, what was that, uh, Miles? Say that again. I will stop pushing that button. Oh, okay. Great. So it starts going back up annoyingly slowly. Oh, oh, well, that's kind of handy. Yeah, good thinking. So uh, let's go with a, um, I guess, dexterity and... Firearms. Okay. Where did I put firearms? There we go. That's not bad. 
That is one success and two crits. Sorry, two successes, two crits. The hunger die um, is just a regular success. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, you fire off a blast uh, from the shotgun. The um, sound echoes horribly throughout this this space. Um, and uh, you see a bunch of this tar blasted off this creature, and you think you can see um, an elongated skeleton uh, inside it. Like, it looks like there's, like, a rib cage and then, like, uh, slightly elongated arms and limbs. Um, and it kind of stumbles back, um, and the other one slams up against the back of it, and you can tell there's kind of a moment of uh, almost the two of them fusing um, for, for a second and then starting to, like, reform I want to I want to open my hands to drop that shotgun and I want to like quick draw my my pistol out and just um try and hit that skeleton inside. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Um so yeah, go ahead with that. Nice. All uh five successes. All successes Holy on the Holy shit. Dice. No crits but all all successes. Um, all right. So yeah, you, you fire around, um, directly through the rib cage, um, just as the, the the sort of black liquid begins to seal over. Um, and as you do, um, you hear, um, a sound almost like, uh, you know, if someone's been like, just like sucker punched, like that, that sort of horrible, like all the air in your lungs rushes out. Yeah, Yeah. Um, there's a noise like that. Um, and it, uh, seemingly un- like it, its whole form um crumples inward a bit and seems to kind of um collapse in a twitching mass uh and the other one just starts crawling over it does that first one appear to be down then it does yeah okay well that's good but we had the one shot <laughs> in the shotgun um uh, i'll uh God, well, there's not much around us, right? Like we're just on this not platform on this side. Yeah. and the bars are up behind us now, so we can't backtrack. Yeah, and there is a creature slamming up against those bars, but it can't seem to get through. Uh, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn my pistol around and face the handle towards Iris and say, uh, do you know how to use this thing? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll... Uh, uh, holster it mm-hmm. uh, and pick up the shotgun and hold it like a, a club. Okay. Um, and just kind of get ready for these for this thing to start coming closer. Iris, can you roll me an awareness and um, let's go with wait, is awareness even a skill? Am I crazy? Yeah, there it is. Uh, awareness and wits, please. Three successes. Um, so there's obviously a lot of noise going on. There's the creature slamming into the bars. Um, and uh, there's, uh, you know, the rushing water um, and just kind of the sounds of effort getting ready. But underneath them all, and partially because of your Toreador um, lineage, um, you hear something uh, beautiful and melodic. Uh, there seems to be... Um, a just the, the softest hint of uh, what almost sounds like a lullaby 
echoing off the uh, the walls of this uh, sewer space. And at the far end of the room, so across the bridge, coming out of uh, the leftmost entrance, um, you see uh, a figure begin to emerge. Um, and uh, it appears to be a woman wearing some kind of uh, vaguely tattered, but still very fine uh, leather cloak, um, like um, almost more of a jacket than a cloak. Um, she's got kind of like filthy uh, blonde hair um, and um, her eyes um, are sealed shut. Um, and she's singing a, a beautiful haunting lullaby that's one of those things that sounds... Sounds like it should belong somewhere in your childhood, but you can't quite place it. You know, those sort of like half-remembered songs. Um, and as uh, as she enters the room, uh, you actually see the uh, the creature that was kind of like crawling over its companion stop. And in a kind of horrible fashion that only really amorphous creatures like this can do, its head seems to emerge from its back. Um, and it begins moving towards her. What do you do? Uh, I don't know what I can do. You don't have to do anything. I'm just curious. I, I, I honestly don't know what I can do other than just watch it unfold. Cool. Creature stopped coming towards us. I don't know why I would do anything. Yeah, you feel um, the one that was slamming up against the bars stops as well. Um, so... The first creature um, reaches her, and she just seems to kind of... She doesn't obviously look at it, but she seems to run her fingers through it. Uh, almost uh, Russell Crowe walking through the fields in Gladiator and or anyone having a memory of home anywhere in any movie. way. Um, and then she begins to walk towards the collapsed one. And suddenly the lullaby begins to become strained. And... Um, you you can almost hear her heaving um, through through the melody, uh, and you realize that um, uh, you can almost hear the, the hint of a scream. Uh oh. I, I'm on the other side. I'm not sure what I can. You, you don't again. I, I'm. If you you do not need to act during any of these sequences, I'm just leaving room in case anyone wants to jump in and do anything. Um, Ridley, by this point, you're now jamming your forearm into Harvey's mouth, um, and uh, he's having a hard time, so you kind of, like, jam Yeah, I was going to say, it's that, it's that classic, like, monstrous thing where, like, after I've drained him, it's like you pull back, and you get that, like, slow motion with the water around us kind of sloshing, and then he just takes his own forearm and puts it in his mouth and, like, bites his own wrist, and then he kind of, like, jams it into Harvey's mouth. And he's like, oh, drink! Because <laughs> nothing about him stays dignified once it hits reality. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so um, as uh, Everett, you and Iris watch, um, this woman approaches the the twitching mound um, before you as kind of the, the bridge continues to rise. Um, and as the, the sort of body of this creature kind of like slowly slides down the bridge... Um, she reaches it, uh, puts her hand in it, um, and the lullaby becomes um, a scream. Um, and from the uh, creature behind you and the other creature in the room, 
um, you hear what sounds like someone screaming through mud. So it's this horrible sucking, squelching sound um, that uh, seems to come from several mouths that appear out of these creatures. Um, and then she rises, begins to sing again, and leaves. Over the intercom, you just hear Billy go, Oh, fuck. And with that, the creatures leave. All three of them? Like this? Well, though the dead one is still dead, but the, other two, dead. Okay. Have, uh, the other two have vacated. Damn. She yeah. she she goes into the tunnel that that we were tunnel Iris and I were going to to go. So you had uh, from this room there are two possible exits. Uh, there's yeah. a left and a right. She entered and exited through the left. Um, but yes, there they were. She it's one of the two exits that's on on the other side. With the creatures gone, I think we can also safely say that you relower the bridge. Um, yeah. Does Ridley need assistance with Harvey at all? Uh, no, I think he's made the hard call. So now he just kind of drags him up. Um, Harvey is, is unconscious and, and badly injured. You'll still need to kind of carry him, uh, until you can find a proper spot to, to bury him overnight. Um, that's often just done in a, a coffin packed with dirt. Um, but, um, and we don't necessarily know that we do not know that. Uh, oh, okay. Ridley definitely doesn't. Um, Everett, you might, I feel I like that's the, the kind of thing. Coffin. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing Ellen Fugues would have probably informed you of. Uh, I okay. don't. I think the way I would like to frame this is um, it was a detail you never thought you'd need, so you didn't pay a tremendous amount of attention to it because the idea of turning someone into one of these things was so abhorrent to you that... Yeah, unthinkable. Yeah, Um, but, you know, it's... Someone described how to drive a motorcycle, and you're like, I'm never going to have to drive a motorcycle, and now you suddenly find yourself in possession of a motorcycle, and you're like, ah, fuck, what? (laughs) I remember, okay, kickstand, I know that much. Um, and, uh, Iris, similarly, you, you wouldn't have, have this information either. So regardless, uh, I would say Ridley, you can safely know that you, even by interview with the vampire rules, you got to get them somewhere safe to recover. Um, cause you're not quite sure, like yeah, you were, I, you were unconscious when this happened. So this is all new to you. Yeah. I'll take him back to the bar and put him in a coffin and we'll figure shit out. There's a vacancy in the Martha box. Perfect. Um, great. So, um, you, uh, managed to drag him up on the side. They all kind of help you. They, they managed to kind of scrounge some rope from amongst all the corpses. Um, and, uh, you can hear Billy muttering to himself over the intercom. He's no longer in like the little high castle turret thing. Um, but he's clearly rigged a bunch of different rooms for sound. Um, and he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's the whole reason I tried to... T- Make the strong one stay on the other side. Oh, fuck. Uh, hey, um, you guys really fucked me on this, you know? This is my maze, damn it. We're not set, done with you. Set Harvey down very gently. Pat him on the face. <laughs> Stand up. Again, shirtless. He's just wearing <laughs> torn pants. Uh, and I think he's just going to go over, and he'd like to take Billy by the throat. And then pick him up. B- Billy is on an intercom. He's not he's on, on an intercom. Space now. Fuck me. Okay, sorry, guys. No, no, it's all good, man. 
Uh, well, where the fuck are you, Billy? I know exactly what I want to do. I'm working yeah. on the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you pick up one of the corpses uh, to just be your, like, surrogate Billy. Yeah, and then I just reach in, and I'd like to, the Predator video game, rip yep. its, its, its brain and spine out and say, all right, that was the practice run. They always say, good rehearsal. You're going to have a great fucking show. So where the fuck are you? He says, ah, you will have to pass through the, the hall of eyes before you can catch me in my... Billy Mays here. <laughs> I'm so fucked. I, I start shooting at the glass. I, I hate this guy. Um, all right. So in a, a fit of rage, you empty uh, last couple shells into the um, into the glass, uh, which shatters. Unfortunately, he's no longer there. But you can see that um, uh, once the, the sort of glass that was harder to see through when it was still there, um, now that it's gone, you can see that the small office seems to exit to the right. So presumably that would be the tunnel to take unless right. you want to go after the weird goo monsters and the singing lady. But my guess is based on the the look of abject fuck this noise that Miles has on her face right now that that is not the plan. Yeah, also Ridley didn't see them. So they're not even he's not even aware. Someone would have to tell him to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we go get it. We go through whatever fucking eyeballs he has and then we can rip his spine out. It'll be fun. And you, when you look at Ridley now you realize he's like extra pale and vampire -y. like he's a little more gaunt it's not a great look on him mm -hmm. and he didn't start from a great spot uh um everett won't um won't say much um because really he completely agrees with ridley and like we should very much hurt billy but he, it's kind of stuff he doesn't want to say out loud right now mm -hmm. um and so he's just gonna start to lower the bridge again Great. And Tom, uh, I was flipping through the stain rules because I'm a bad player, but I knew I was in a separate uh, thing where I couldn't mm -hmm. know what was going on. Uh, if your touchstone is injured, you take stain because you as a vampire are supposed to protect them from injury or death this more than true. anything else. Well, stains all around. How much do you want me to take, sir? Um, for an injured, there's a whole chart. Uh, touchstone damaged by your actions is two. Yep. Touchstone destroyed is two. Touchstone destroyed by your actions is three. I'm going to say two because it wasn't your action that led to this. It was Iris's messy successy. Okay. Oh. So she gets the extra one, which we already determined. So that all works out. Um, so with that, um, Everett, you throw um, Harvey over your shoulder. Um, Iris, um, are, what, what, what do you say to this plan? I'm all for it because whatever that lady thing that just happened terrifies me. Cool. Let's go reckon with Billy Mays. This episode of Blood and Serum features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Dum Dums and Dice logos are done by Decapitated Markers. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. -R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. 
and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also buy merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, and you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish